When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to have so much fun because we're going to be talking about how to Get your message out there, how to make sure that the world knows that you exist because you are a fabulous entrepreneur, a fabulous business owner, fabulous employee. That's okay. You know, all of these great things. And so please join me in welcoming Jabez Labrette to our program today. Welcome, Jabez. How are you doing today? I'm great, Deb. Thanks for having me. Perfect. Well, let me tell people a little about you and then we will jump into this. So, Lebez Labret went from a homeless teen to a financial analyst managing a multi-million dollar P&L at Nordstrom. And he is also an international public speaker who has delivered over 1,200 presentations. He's a best-selling author and a Forbes contributor. He sold his award-winning marketing agency to pursue a passion for education as co-founder of Sisu Academy a tuition-free boarding high school for underserved students. Now, Jabez is co-founder of Lotus Launch, helping female founders grow and scale their businesses. So again, Jabez, welcome. No, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Bios are always, they make me nervous. I don't know. I, know. I get self-aware. I get, I get self <laughs> we, and we always sound so great, right? <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank but, you for having me. Cool. Well, I always love talking with my guests to to know more about how they got to where they are today. So tell us a little bit how you got to where you are and how you discovered that this is your passion in life. Yeah, well, I mean, I mentioned in the bio, I was homeless for about two years in high school mm-hmm. and uh, didn't graduate, mm-hmm. went back on my GED, fought my way into college. And it was the little place called Gonzaga. A little place called, again, yep, if you watch basketball at all. I went uh-huh, yeah, we University. know the Zags, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was fortunate enough to, that they took a chance on me and, uh-huh. um, you know, let me into the university. And, you know, it's interesting. The dean of admissions uh, said, we'll let you in, but on one condition that you make sure that you give back and, and take this seriously. Uh-huh. And that was really an, an interesting, like, I, I don't think he understood the charge that he gave me at that point when he said that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and so from there, I, I really did work hard and got in the corporate world and then got the entrepreneurial bug in my mid twenties and haven't looked back. I love it. I love it. You know, we'll talk a little bit more about your academy just because that was so fascinating, but you know, you work with female entrepreneurs and, you know, I, I always put my marketing hat on and I tell people niche, niche folks. And so, but tell me about why you work with female entrepreneurs. Multiple reasons. I'm a business partner with my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's amazing. Um, and she definitely has a kind of a bend on wanting to make sure that she's supporting, okay. you know, the female entrepreneurial and the mm-hmm. female community as a, mm-hmm. as a whole. Uh, we are tuition free boarding school is an all girls school ah. um, with an entrepreneurial bend. And we'll mm-hmm. get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But it, it really, for us, it was an opportunity to, I think, help um, give some something back and to give some mm-hmm. support into a segment in a sector that is right. is lacking. So when you look at the market, right, you look at the number of entrepreneurs who make it over a million dollars, um, there really is predominantly male. Mm-hmm. And the number of founders is not predominantly male. So there's mm-hmm. a disconnect there. Right. And anytime I see the disconnect, I I, I feel like the compelled to like, mm-hmm. hey, let's let's see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. 
and where can we support help and, and, you know, really mm-hmm. make sure that they're thriving and, right. and able to, to get to those goals where they want to mm-hmm. be. I love it. You know, and, and you're right. So many women start their own businesses. And now a lot of times it's been their hobby that they decide to, to really start making money on things like that, or they actually, you know, come to the, the conclusion, I'm not going any higher in my company. Right. Um, you know, and, and as, as much as things have changed and, and they have changed, but there is still, you know, a limitation um, in, in a lot of cases it, that is changing. But I think more than anything, women are going, I want to do this on my own. I know yeah. I can do this. But they don't always have, as you were saying, those support systems and, and things like that. Yeah. And we went a little different route. So we're not a coaching company. Like mm-hmm. we're, not a, we're not consultants. We built an on-demand product where you can go learn the things mm-hmm. you need to learn when you need to learn them. Right. You're going to fire somebody. We have a course on how to fire somebody. You're ah. going to, you got cash flow problems. Mm-hmm. We have a course on cash flow. And so mm-hmm. it's all on-demand content, um, cool. you know, really help founders kind of mm-hmm. grow through their business and with mm-hmm. their business as it continues to grow mm-hmm. up. And some of that includes female specific content, mm-hmm. you know, like my wife has this wonderful segment she's about to release about networking ah. and, and some of the nuances of networking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, we're kind of, we're each doing two sides of it and giving mm-hmm. perspectives from both sides. And so it's been, it's been a really fun project mm-hmm. and we feel really fortunate to get a chance to, you know, help out our entrepreneurial community because mm-hmm. that's who we are. I love it. You know, and it is something that, as you said, you know, there are times where we can go years without an issue. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I do need to fire an employee. Um, you know, and it's not just how you do it. I mean, there are legal ramifications. Sure. There's all sorts of things that come into something like that. And and it's not always that you can call a buddy and say, hey, how do you do this? And so it's it's great right. that you have those on-demand programs. Your, your friend may never have been through that before. Right. And it's hard to fire people. Mm-hmm. Even people that deserve to get fired, right. it's still hard to fire mm-hmm. people. That, mm-hmm. And so, you know, you you want the legal side and the emotional side. Mm-hmm. Like it is an emotional experience to let somebody right. go. Um, I remember, you know, my very, very first time doing it in my twenties, I had to mm-hmm. fire somebody and I mean, it wrecked me for like a week. I, I you probably upset terrible. you more than them. Right? I'm sure it did. Oh, they were already off, got their other job mm-hmm. already, but you know, I think it never gets easy. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's just one example of something right. where getting some guidance on mm-hmm. steps to follow processes mm-hmm. to go through, right. um, you know, that's what we're trying mm-hmm. to build here in a community, of course, you know, so that way we have a place where you can come and talk. Right. You know, and 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 ask questions and mm-hmm. say, "Hey, anybody else dealt with this before? Like, I've never had to do this before. What do you got?" And mm-hmm. that's always nice. And Facebook's great, but it's really public. I don't know about you, but hey, I don't yeah. know mm-hmm. when all of my business mm-hmm. stuff like out in the public. Yeah, got to fire yeah. somebody today. What do yeah. y'all think? It'd be really awkward if they saw it before they got fired. <laughs> or the people are like, "Is it me? Is it oh, me?" Oh, oh my know. gosh, that'd be the worst. Yeah, the other <laughs> staff was like, "Oh my gosh, so oh." Mm-hmm. Oh, what a nightmare that would be. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, and 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 it really is about building those communities. Um, you know, I love mastermind groups. I love mentors, all of those things, because, you know, you don't get a lot of that in your educational programs. Um, right. You know, as, as fabulous as Gonzaga is, as fabulous as, you know, I went to the University of Colorado. I mean, all of those had great programs. But it's, sometimes it's those nitty gritty little things yeah. that you just don't know how to do. And, and you need a, a place and a space to be able to do that. You know, it's interesting. You talk about community and I think about one of the essential parts of community is mm-hmm. building a community, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and, I, and I was just kind of reflecting for a second there about, man, building community is interesting and getting into communities is interesting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've done a lot of speaking. I've done a lot of writing. I've done a lot of content mm-hmm. and all of them seem to tend to find me into new communities, which mm-hmm. is always a pleasure to like get an opportunity to like become part of another community to learn and grow and and share, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think is, is just, it's worth it. It makes sense. Right. You know, and I, I also love that it's you and your wife who are in this business. Um, You know, not that, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's because what I like is that, you know, people are going to get the male and the female perspective. And I think that's very important because there are positives from, from both sides. And, and also, you know, there are, are shortcomings. So to be able to have that, I think that's, that's very important. Um, And so I love that. You know, and, and my wife, Becky, she's, you know, she's got multiple master's degrees. I mean, she's brilliant. She mm-hmm. is the hardest worker I've ever mm-hmm. known in mind. We met in the business center 
uh, in Las Vegas because ah. <laughs> we're both workaholics. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, we weren't out at the club. We were in the business center mm -hmm. working and I was like, Hey, you're working. I'm working. We must, mm -hmm. we must kind of be like the same kind of person right. here, and, you know, years later, mm -hmm. you know, kids and all that, but, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's been an, an opportunity and a, a, a blessing to work together for sure. I bet, you know, because it, it, it is, you know, it's, it's, it's so cool. But, you know, I also have to ask, you know, especially with COVID and all of these various things. So you guys are basically together 24 seven, you mm. know, personal business, everything. How is that? Try, try opening a boarding school, man. I mean, talk about 24 seven. <laughs> oh yeah. That was 28. Yeah. I mean, nine, that was, right? yeah, was more, more hours. Yeah. than I knew even existed in a day. Uh, you know, for us, we've been able to find really good balance okay. and um, we're, it works for us. It, mm -hmm. it doesn't work for every couple mm -hmm. and, and that's okay. You know, and, and that's absolutely fine. I am the kind of person who needs people around all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. Like I I'm very extroverted. I want, and I get energy from being around mm -hmm. people. My wife is introverted and she does, it kind of drains her sometimes to be around people. And so I think we've learned that one of the ways we get space mm -hmm. is she'll stay back and, and love it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, conference, like, or like, uh -huh. Uh -huh. I got to go out to this networking meeting or yeah, I'm going to go fly and speak here. And she's like, awesome. Like you yeah. go. Yeah, she's shoving you <laughs> out the door, right? Everybody wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, you know, that's, that's a testimony to knowing your strengths. Um, you know, and, and I think it, it's, it's interesting because I'm this, you know, clearly I'm social and I miss networking and things like that and going to conferences and, and, I have health issues. And so I, I don't, I still don't, um, you know, and, and, but I mean, the nice thing is I can meet all of those pretty much online anymore, but oh, I do yeah. miss the people. Yeah, it is. There, there is a difference. Mm -hmm. I do love the online side for sure. Mm -hmm. And it was a, a nice thing that, that this whole incident, this whole moment in mm -hmm. time did for us was get everybody used to being online. Right. That's awesome. Right. Um, I have really enjoyed the fact that things are opening up a lot more and we're starting to see more conferences. We're starting mm -hmm. to see more meetings. We're starting to see more opportunity to get out there and mingle. Um, you know, that one of my strengths is speaking. Right. And, and similar to you where you're like, mm -hmm. you love to get out to the conferences mm -hmm. when the pandemic hit, it was really hard for me. I felt like I know. I'm like I, oh. my wings had been clipped, you know, mm -hmm. like that's mm -hmm. something I do. It's a part of who I am. And so that was a challenge, but thankfully now we're starting to see a swing back, um, right. I think, uh, in the other direction. Well, and and we're going to continue to see a combination, I think, um, you know, and, and so that's going to be fun. But, you know, as you mentioned, speaking is one of your passions. And so you really like to work with people to show them how speaking is, is such a great way to get your message out there, all of those various things. So, you know, for the people who are like, Oh God! <laughs> I mean, totally. I mean like, like, like yeah, nope, yeah. no thanks. The people who just yeah, about yeah. turned off the podcast. I, yeah, wait, I mean, I know people who yet. can't even do Zoom don't still, right? You know, they yet. turn their cameras off or they don't have a camera. Yep, I'm not. But, I'm not saying Tony Robbins here. We got you covered. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and so talk to us so about why speaking is such a great thing that most, not everybody, <laughs> but that most people should really consider as part of their marketing toolbox. Yeah. And particularly if you're a business owner. So speaking is one of the easiest, fastest, best ways to get in front of either customers okay. or vendors or partners. Mm -hmm. It's not always just about getting in front of the customer mm -hmm. that I, I think that people just misunderstand what speaking is about. <clears throat> they're, mm -hmm. they're scared about how to book a presentation. Mm -hmm. Like where would I even start? Mm -hmm. They're scared about their content. A lot of times we have situations where people feel like, I don't think I have enough like, who am I to go mm -hmm. talk to this? Right. Why would anybody want to listen oh, to me? Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yes. I get it. hundred percent. That imposter syndrome, which mm -hmm. almost all of us feel. Mm -hmm. um, truth is what's common to you isn't common to everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so remember you have learned things mm -hmm. and your job is not to convince people of stuff. Your job is not to, mm -hmm. to, to try to, to be the PhD on a topic. Mm -hmm. Your job is simply to share some of your experience. Mm -hmm. And in sharing your experience, you're going to give people some different perspective. Right. And whether they already know it or not doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. That's the important part. So that frees you up. You should just be able to feel free. Mm -hmm. You can do this. Um, you know, and, and I just really think that it's a once you get the steps down, the practical mm -hmm. steps, that becomes a lot less intimidating. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and I think one of the things too, people always think, you know, public speaking 
And yeah, we've all heard the thing about that's the greatest thing that people fear. But it it can be to a group of 10 or 10,000. I mean, Absolutely. you know, it's it's not it's it's as you said, it's who you need to talk to is what's important and and then you kind of go from there. I had a whole series that was an audience of one. Hi. And I booked I booked meetings to give a presentation to a single per- and they weren't sales presentations either. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it really doesn't have to be the massive audience mm-hmm. to what you're saying. Um, you know, it, 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 sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. And generally you work your way up that way. Mm-hmm. Like you don't usually start off with a thousand people in the room. Like that mm-hmm. would be petrifying. Like you, right. you Oh, do, can you imagine? I mean, start, no, yeah. and that, that's not how you start. You start mm-hmm. a lot smaller mm-hmm. and there are places to go start. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few things you have to get in line before you do start, but mm-hmm. there are plenty of places nearby. You don't have to hop on a plane that are right down the street from where you live. Um, you know, where you can start to kind of hone this in, mm-hmm. you know, add this to your repertoire. Right. You know, and, and there are also things that you can do to make sure that you're ready to do this. Um, right. You know, Toastmasters comes Absolutely. to mind as, as one of the, the greatest organizations to be able to help somebody. And you know, it's, it, it is one of those things where you, you don't want to just jump up and, and, and do this because it does take preparation on stage presence on projecting using microphones i mean all sorts of things like that but you know that that those are definitely things that you can learn to do and i'm a huge toastmasters fan so i think it's important to get off like open the air right now that i'm not a speaking consultant coach i don't i don't not selling you a right you're not giving us a training no, on i it. literally <laughs> just do this so much that i'm like i love sharing it with other people because mm-hmm. it's so powerful mm-hmm. Um, and this is not my business. My business isn't to teach people to speak, mm-hmm. but I, I feel that so many people need to understand how this can transform mm-hmm. their bottom line mm-hmm. faster than anything else that they're probably doing right now, as far mm-hmm. as activity. Right. Um, and so that's why I'm passionate about it because mm-hmm. I like to help entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And so to what you're talking about with Toastmasters, the reason why I think it's so important and I don't work at Toastmasters is that Toastmasters gives you a safe and brave place. Right. to go practice mm-hmm. and they help you hone in. You're talking about what I call like your speaker's tool belt. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I need certain tools to do the job and right. Toastmasters mm-hmm. teaches you the separate tools that you mm-hmm. want to have in place in order to go do mm-hmm. the job. And, and so, yeah, huge fan. I'm glad that you brought mm-hmm. them up because they are a great organization. Right. You know, and, and as we were talking, I was thinking, you know, people who were like, Ooh, ah, I don't want to do that. The first place where probably many people are going to have to be a <clears throat> public speaker is a networking event, right? Mm. You know, where they're to stand and give their 30-second sure. sh- spiel, their elevator pitch. And I have seen people, bless their hearts, I live in the South, I can say that. Um, and But I mean it in a good way. There's a bad way to say bless your heart too. But, you know, I mean, you know, these people are absolutely terrified. And they read it. (laughs) And, and, but that's because they want to make sure they say everything. But let's kind of start with some of the, the, the basic, you know, how do we get over some of that, um, that, that fear, all of those various things. So it is scary at the beginning. Let's just acknowledge that that's okay. We're going to embrace that, that it's, it's scary. Number two, most important thing that I think of when I think about people very first time and they're a little scared, the audience does not know what you didn't tell them. So get over it. It's okay. Let it go. They don't know what you didn't tell them. And you know how many times I've given so many presentations and I still get off stage and go, ah, why didn't I say this thing? I was totally thinking of saying it was really awesome. Probably wasn't as awesome as I thought it was in my head, but I like, but I didn't say it. And so that's okay. You can get, let that go and and be free of that. It is okay. They don't understand. The next thing is to, to really practice a lot and often. And the more that you practice in environments, if it's just to 10 people, great, then go practice to 10 people. If it's for two minutes, great. Two minute presentation to 10 people. Fantastic. When you are getting ready, remember, you know, this, you already know what you're going to say. The knowledge is all there. So don't write it all down. Don't memorize a script. That's a recipe for disaster. Just write some notes, just a couple of bullet points. That's it. That's all that you need. And then just a couple words, 
not a paragraph, a bullet point, a couple of words. You, you know this stuff. You breathe it in and out every single day. Share from the heart and share experiences. And then you don't have to worry about whether you forgot something or didn't forget something. You can always talk to them about it after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the stupid things of imagine them in their underwear. I, you know, I never, oh. who the heck sounds came up with that to me. one? That sounds uh, scary. I know. That's like, ew, ew, ew. <laughs> oh, and, and, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, either that Why or are I they get all in their underwear? Am I supposed I'd to be in my the, underwear? What are we doing? Or I get the giggles. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's just not. Oh. And now I've, you know, there are times where I find a person I know or someone who is at least smiling, you know, some things like that. But I also don't want to just stare at them. You know, I'm going to give my entire presentation to you. But, you know, it is okay to yeah. look around and find those friendly people. It is it is a little unnerving when you see the person that's got their arms crossed and they're like, I don't want to hear oh, this. Sure. And, you know, okay, then skip them. <laughs> Just keep going. Keep mm-hmm. going. You know, we have – so it, it – at Lotus Launch, we do have a speaking course that mm-hmm. does kind of teach some of the basics. Mm-hmm. It's not a replacement for Toastmasters because mm-hmm. there is no replacement for right. doing it. Um, in in the, our speaking course, we talk about eye, eye contact and mm-hmm. how to do eye contact. So remember, with speaking, there's a huge spectrum mm-hmm. in speaking from professional, professional, professional mm-hmm. to I'm just going to give some content. Right. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to be in, anywhere on that spectrum. Wherever you are is fine. Um, it can be okay to just share some content and not have all the professional mm-hmm. things down. It had gotten so bad. I'd become so polished that I had completely eradicated all ums, ahs, ands, ohs, says, any, no filler at mm-hmm. all. And I sounded like a robot. And I watched right. a video it was myself, scripted. and I was, like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that sounds terrible. Like mm-hmm. I need to be a little more, you know, uh, human. <laughs> right. And so don't worry about that. It's okay. Those are good things. Be yourself, be, be personable. If you're on the the learning starting outside of the fence and you're worried about eye contact, you're in a room with more than 10 or 15 people, just look over the heads of the people in the back. Mm-hmm. No one will know. Okay. <laughs> Promise. Mm-hmm. No one will know. Just mm-hmm. right over the heads of mm-hmm. the people right in the back of the room. Mm-hmm. And it'll just look like you're just making eye contact with mm-hmm. all sorts of people. Right. You know, and we're not going to be Tony Robbins or somebody like that. I mean, you oh. know, even if we've been doing it for years, that's just mm-hmm. the the thing to remember. And you don't need to. That is not really, I think, where the power of speaking actually lies. Is Tony Robbins a powerful speaker? Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have an opinion on him? I, that's not, I mean, okay, fine, yeah. whatever. That doesn't matter. Where the opportunity for speaking lies is in the ability to separate yourself from the pack. Mm-hmm. So that's something that speaking does. It's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why speaking is so intimidating psychologically is you're literally separating yourself from the right. pack. Right. You're up All there. All eyes are They're on down you. there. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's changes that that's what kicks your brain into a little bit of a fight or flight. And so once you begin to practice, you realize I'm not in danger. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Literally I'm okay. Then you start to say, okay, how can I give some information? Cause there's a big difference between I've presented at networking events where I was the speaker at the networking event. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk about why this is so important. Okay. It's one thing to get up and share your 90 second elevator pitch. Mm -hmm. Great. Awesome, important. Now people know who you are, what you do, hopefully. They have an understanding of the benefits that you give. Mm-hmm. It's a whole nother thing to be the even the 25-minute speaker right. on said topic. Mm-hmm. Because suddenly you are now considered someone who knows something. Right. The expert. The, uh, I know, which I kind of hate the word, but yes, <laughs> they do look at you a little bit like mm-hmm. that. And and that takes and changes the dynamic. Mm-hmm. of the relationship between you and everybody in the room after you're done talking. Mm-hmm. Like you'll get more business cards. You'll get more people who want to follow right. up with you. You've got more introductions to more partners, mm-hmm. more opportunities to speak on podcasts like this, more chances to really get your voice out there mm-hmm. just by taking the the risk and the challenge mm-hmm. on to give a small talk. Right. You know, and, and everybody started out at some point. I mean, you know, Tony Absolutely. Robbins, I don't know where he started out, but he, you know, he didn't start out on the stage in front of 10,000 right. people, uh, you know, and, and, and he practices. I mean, it, it's, as you said, he practices and everybody needs to practice. Um, now, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you when it gets to be scripted, then I don't like it. Um, and now there are times where things are scripted. Um, I remember years ago, I worked for um, a big financial services company and, uh, and, and it also sold insurance. And there is an organization that is called the million dollar something or other. But what it means is somebody has sold a million dollars worth of of policies. 
And so it's a really big deal. And so my CEO was to speak to all of them. Now this was you know long ago, so in-person things. The the issue was it was now he was not he was not comfortable speaking. I mean, and he knew that. So we worked and we worked and we worked on this. But it also was something where it was being simultaneously translated because this is a worldwide oh, organization. That's a whole nother ball. Oh yeah. And so it truly <laughs> was scripted yes. and he had a teleprompter. So we, you know, we trot down to the I, local TV station, you know, because this was long enough ago, you didn't, you couldn't just put them yeah. up on a computer and we borrowed a teleprompter and, and, he, and because that was, you know, he really needed to practice with that. He could not deviate by one word. Uh, because then it wouldn't match, you know, and everything. It's giving but me heart palpitations. That, oh, I know. That makes me I know. I just, oh, I hated <laughs> teaching him to do it. I mean, it was, and, but, you know, we told him, think of it as you're giving, you're, you're not speaking, you're giving a performance because that oh, was what it totally. was. I mean, it was much more like you would see a TV program, a theater performance, things like that. You were reading the script, but, um, you know, most of the time, yeah, 99.99999% of the time, it's not like that. Now you might have, a teleprompter. You might have your notes, but it's okay to kind of deviate a little bit. Yeah. And so there is an opportunity in mm -hmm. particular with this audience for the entrepreneurs out there listening mm -hmm. to this. My last agency, one of the things that we did is we worked with a lot of law firms and mm -hmm. we created a continuing legal education course, okay. mm -hmm. several of them. They're called CLEs mm -hmm. in the legal space. And they're an opportunity for us to give lawyers credit, mm -hmm. like certified credit to right. maintain mm -hmm. their license. And in those instances, mm -hmm. the presentations were a lot less off the script mm -hmm. and a lot more organized as a course, right? right? Mm -hmm. They were an hour long. Mm -hmm. I had X things I had to cover. We had mm -hmm. submitted to the state the list of items that were going to be covered at the Bar Association event. You show up to the Bar Association mm -hmm. and you give the presentation. With that said, I didn't have to read through a script, mm -hmm. right? There's So I didn't have to go that far. But I did have like a slide deck behind me mm -hmm. that I used as my own prompt mm -hmm. to say, okay, you this didn't is what read we're from about. it though. Oh, mm. Never. <laughs> but it, but, but it, it helped me stay in line with the topics that I was talking about. And I prepared for it like I would if I was giving a lecture. Right. Which, which did allow me to go section by section by section and really know deeply into the content. Mm -hmm. I'm going to share this about this at this point, this about this at this time, this about this then. And at the end of it, we've wrapped mm -hmm. up into a tire, an entire course. Right. That and, and, and we actually were able, you're not allowed to sell mm -hmm. in CE courses because obviously it's a right. CE mm -hmm. course. It has to be training. Mm -hmm. We were still capturing 95% of a room's contact information. Wow. Um, at the end of it and mm -hmm. meeting planners loved us. Mm -hmm. So, so we had found like a little recipe mm -hmm. and it's kind of one of the things that I generally tend to like to talk to entrepreneurs mm -hmm. about, because I see that's where most of us head mm -hmm. is how do I get in front of my customers right. and how do I deliver valuable content? Mm -hmm. I don't want to pitch them. I'm not trying to sell. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do that mm -hmm. to sell. Like you can sell by just being smart. And then, you know, how, how do I follow up mm -hmm. after it's over? Right. Right. So, okay, so we've convinced people, eh, I can do this, I can do this. Then the next thing is, how do they even find where to speak? Depends on what kind of speaking you want to do. Okay. If you're looking to become just a keynote speaker, like mm -hmm. I've got a story, I want to share this story. That's a whole different arena where you're going mm -hmm. after associations and companies. And that's mm -hmm. why people like me write books. And, you know, we try to like put ourselves in the position that we get hired to go to the mm -hmm. big event. And that's great. If you want to do that, I'd be happy to connect you with resources for how mm -hmm. to do that and share my experience. I think for entrepreneurs, really where the, the bread and butter is, is in exposure to your mm -hmm. market. Right. Now that, that, as we mentioned earlier, that could be partners, it could be vendors, mm -hmm. it could be customers. Mm -hmm. Um, we, at my last agency, I'm a big fan of sharing experiences. Um, we found it on accident mm -hmm. and then we re reverse engineered it into like, oh my gosh, like how, there is a way to do this. Wow. Hey, this um, worked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were struggling to get clients mm -hmm. and we we're a brand new agency. And I saw this event. I lived in San Francisco. I saw this event at the San Francisco Bar Association on the very topic of what our agency did. Oh. And I was like, oh, interesting. Hey, was like, I can talk about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were like, you know, for $25, you can be a non-bar member associate mm -hmm. and come. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to go. Like, I'm going to check right. this out. I sat in mm -hmm. the back and I was like, 
I am better than this. Like I know my stuff better right. than this guy knows his stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, looking around the room. And I just asked the person afterwards, what is this that I'm sitting at? And they're like, oh, well, this was a CLE. You're obviously not an attorney. And I was like, no, I'm not. And, uh, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express once. Um, <laughs> I'm, I play those, a doctor on who TV. Who doesn't remember that commercial? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and so then I started to realize, oh my gosh, why have we not just simply gone and found organizations and associations Mm -hmm. where our customers are already going Mm -hmm. and then present a compelling reason that the meeting planner would have us come speak. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's a massive objection you have to overcome with meeting planners. And so you just kind of have to like be mindful that you Mm -hmm. don't just show up, but if you do present yourself, well, Mm -hmm. I think you'll be in a good position. Right. You know, and for people just starting out, it really is okay to go to rotary clubs, to you yes. know, all of those various things Chambers. because those are business people also. Um, you know, and and so it's it's okay to go to those, especially when you're just starting out. And you talk about niching. So like if if you have a niche, it's a lot easier to find where to go talk. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. If we're only talking to attorneys, well, I can go to Google and I can mm-hmm. start looking up, well, where are attorneys going to hang out? And mm-hmm. what kind of presentations are they listening to? Is it orthodontists? Is it plumbers? Is it, you know, a dance studio? Like mm-hmm. whatever that, you know, which would be parents. Like, where do mm-hmm. the parents go? Well, they go to the PTAs, they go to the, you know, they might go to the rotary, they might mm-hmm. go to the chamber of commerce. Like mm-hmm. those could be so thinking about your little persona of mm-hmm. who's my target mm-hmm. and then start to just do some research on Google. Like Google's an amazing tool. Um, and then don't forget that in the, the number one fear of the meeting planner, this is, is this, you, you need to, to make sure you understand this. The number one fear of the meeting planner is that you're going to get up on stage and sell your stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. That is they, they are petrified that you're not there to teach. Mm-hmm. You're there to sell. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say that to me, that's great because mm-hmm. I don't want to go sell. Mm-hmm. I want to teach and you want to teach. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't someone who appreciated education, right. which means mm-hmm. you're someone who also appreciates to educate. Mm-hmm. Right. So then go teach. And if you go teach, meeting planners will love you and they'll give you referrals and get you booked elsewhere and send you testimonials. Mm-hmm. and all. Because oh, they all stuff. talk to each other. Oh, they all talk. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, I've seen people get blacklisted mm-hmm. and it's, it's not, not a pretty sight, mm-hmm. but they deserved it because mm-hmm. they yeah. came in sheep with wolves closing. They said they were going to do one thing. Mm-hmm. They got on stage, mm-hmm. they had the microphone and they went the whole other direction. Right. And that makes the meeting planner look bad. Mm-hmm. And that's, oh, yeah. they're your, they're your audience well, too. <laughs> and as you said, you can still sell. There's just a different way to do it. So maybe you are an author. Okay. You're not going to be up there. You know, this is my book, buy my book, this is my book. Hello, buy my book. But you might have a table in the back where afterwards people can buy books, Um, you know, and and so, you know, and and probably in your introduction, like, you know, I said, you know, you are an author, um, you know, and and so things like that creep in. But yeah, when you, you know, when it starts to look like there's the the red sign above you saying, bye, 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 that's when the meeting planner or the volunteer coordinator, whoever it is that got you there to speak is thinking, "Uh uh-uh, this is not what I want. Right. And let's, all right, let's pull the curtain back here. So let's, mm-hmm. let's talk f- fundamentally about how this stuff works mm-hmm. for selling from, from stage, because mm-hmm. it happens a lot and people don't always understand how it happens, but mm-hmm. they're like, oh my gosh, I just bought this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in pre- presentations of any kind, even here on a podcast, there's mm-hmm. a very important thing that you need to do, which is called seating. Right. Um, seating can be done in a creepy, bad way, or it can be done in a polite, mm-hmm. respectful way. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I have a company it's natural to talk about like, what do you do? But it's another thing Mm -hmm. for me to share with the audience, hey, part of our product Mm -hmm. includes this solution Mm -hmm. without me having to say, you should come buy my product if you want to go do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. What you can do if you have a book, if you have a service, if you have... So when we had our marketing agency, Mm -hmm. we sold marketing services to law firms Mm -hmm. that included search engine optimization, website development, you list it, right? Mm -hmm. The The whole gambit. When I was giving a presentation, I would say, well, one of our really successful clients did this. Right. And we And that's a very gentle way to yes. be talking about it. And mm-hmm. and and I, and I and I even sometimes ask for permission. Is it okay if I share mm-hmm. with you examples from right. our clients because I understand their mm-hmm. stuff and they've given me permission and everybody's like, Yeah, 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 that sounds great. And I'm like, all right, let's look at the data. Here's the data mm-hmm. from our client. And here's what we here's the mistake we made with mm-hmm. this client and how we fixed it. So mm-hmm. I'm still teaching you go fix this. Don't do this. Don't make my Mm -hmm. mistakes. And I'm not being aggressive about saying, (laughs) come buy my stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying come sign up for Lotus launch. I'm saying, Hey, we have some cool courses. This is what we teach and and Mm -hmm. why we teach it is Mm -hmm. the same thing. 
And so for those that are listening, take a step back in your presentation and find opportunities where you can gently bring up mm-hmm. the, the fruits of your labor by highlighting the people that you work with. Right. By oh, highlighting and you're the there your because content. you are you know, the expert in whatever it is. And I'm, you know, air quoting my, my expert. (laughs) Yeah. Because people know, okay, we hired Jabez to speak about entrepreneurship for women because he helps women entrepreneurs. So they, they already kind of, they know that. So you don't have to be saying, well, in class one, we do this and this, we do this. And, you know, it's, it's, it's already there. We've all been to those presentations, mm-hmm. right? We've all been in the room where somebody said, here's why we set up this class this way. So you should come check it out. Here's why we did this. You should come check it out. Here's why I did this. You should mm-hmm. come check it out. And by the end of it, I'm like, well, you're going to give me any actual information. Or are you just going to tell me why you set it all up that way? Mm-hmm. Like, I would like you to just teach me. Mm-hmm. And I get it that your right. stuff's inside your mm-hmm. stuff. Like, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. remember it, this whole thing about being like uncertain about speaking, mm-hmm. a lot of it revolves around, I don't want to come across as salesy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have a right amount of information. Mm-hmm. What if people don't like me? Uh, at the end of the day, everybody else is just as freaked out about it. And they're mm-hmm. so appreciative that you'll do it. Right. You do have a ton of knowledge to share mm-hmm. and then don't become salesy. And then you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. that side right. of the fence. I think yeah. you get those, those things working for you and it becomes a lot easier to start getting in a rhythm yeah. of it's, doing it. It's not speaking. the sham wow commercial. <laughs> no, no, God, no. <laughs> You know, and, and and you're right. We've all been to those presentations. It really annoys me when I've paid money um, oh. to to go, and and usually that is a keynote speaker that that is going to do that yeah. because they're you know they are the author, they are the whatever, and they are getting up there and being more salesy than you know helpful, um, you know, and 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 educational as, as you were saying. Yeah, it's, it, and there's other ways to use content like books, for Mm -hmm. example. So when we were building our marketing agency, we gave our book away for free. Mm -hmm. So we had a 240 page book that listed out, Mm -hmm. we shared everything that we would do Mm -hmm. for our clients. And people would be like, well, my gosh, aren't you worried that like Mm -hmm. somebody's going to take your book and then they're not going to hire you because you just gave them all the answers. And I said, that was awesome. Like, please, yes, go do, because they become your biggest advocate because they go and around telling everybody how awesome just your enough stuff to go, is. Oh, I don't quite know how to finish it. I sure. need to hire Jabez. That's totally. the key. Mm-hmm. Yep. They'll get most of them. That's what happens. So for the very few that do, if you give away all your information for the very few that do take it and go do it. And then they say, Oh my gosh, this actually worked. Awesome. I now go, Hey, mm-hmm. don't talk to me. Go talk to Tim. Go talk mm-hmm. to Sarah to ask them how our stuff is mm-hmm. and they're not even customers. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it also gave me an opportunity to, to engage with my audience in a different way because the way that we were able to capture so much of the room's contact information at the beginning, I would carry around boxes of books. Like mm-hmm. I would lug like 80, 80 books mm-hmm. to like a legal event and mm-hmm. they're heavy. And it was like, and then we'd hand them all out and I'd get about 30% of a room, 35% of room contact information. That's, pretty on target. Mm -hmm. Then one day the books didn't show up. I'm not going to say the airline um, Delta that didn't have the books, but I, I owe Delta a thank you card mm-hmm. because they fundamentally changed the way that we did this ah. and they didn't even mean to, mm-hmm. um, you know, books got delayed, bags get delayed all the time. No big deal. But then I was like, call my business partner. I was like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? What do we do? Mm-hmm. Holy moly. Like I've got 80 people coming to a room. I have no books. And we, we on the spot, we're like, all right, we're going to print out a half sheet and we're going to ask people if they want an ebook mm-hmm. or a hardcover because mm-hmm. our book was hardcover at the time. Must give us your contact and information. Bam. I didn't even have to like try. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, we've been doing this wrong the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and the lesson here learned is don't just give away your content. Don't just put a QR code on the screen to have people sign up for your newsletter or to sign up for your thing. Mm-hmm. Brian Tracy, man, tell you what, still going back to the old Brian Tracy days, mm-hmm. you got to give them an A, B option. Mm-hmm. And if you give them an A, B option, they'll they'll give you their contact information right. in order to get the selection mm-hmm. they want. Right. And that's you know, a, a subtle nuance, but an important step. You know, and how many times have we gone to whatever and gotten the book and you're like, oh, cool, we got a book. And then it goes on your bookshelf. <laughs> you right. Because it was the free gift. Didn't yeah. you know that was great, but but when I have to take the step to request it, I wanted it. 
you're psychologically more bought mm -hmm. in. Absolutely. It also means I get a chance to follow up with you on things other mm -hmm. than just the book. Mm -hmm. And for our agency, what it was is that we would call you to verify that your address on the form was correct. That was another touch point. Mm -hmm. We would mail you the book with a newsletter. We would call to verify you received the yep. book. So we built in a bunch mm -hmm. of touch points that were mm -hmm. non-salesy, non-aggressive. We weren't mm -hmm. trying to get you in mm -hmm. to anything. We just Mm -hmm. saying, Hey, we're connecting, staying connected, right. top of mind. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it, it went really well. Mm -hmm. Another good example, we're about to start doing a lot more speaking at women's events. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't done a ton of speaking at the mm -hmm. women's entrepreneurs event. We're starting to, to move that direction mm -hmm. and we're evaluating what is our AV offer. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes that's going to change over time. Mm -hmm. Our inclination is I'm going to offer two different things. Do you mm -hmm. want to get this or do you want to get this? Right. Or if you want to get both, just check both boxes mm -hmm. Right. then I'm still going to get your information. Mm -hmm. So now I can start to, to cultivate a relationship. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is way more um, enjoyable mm -hmm. as a person that's still building a business mm -hmm. to build a relationship at the same time. Right. And right. if you right. buy, you buy. If you don't, you don't. Mm -hmm. but I get, I get the smile in the morning. The, it wasn't <laughs> the right thing at the right time. And, that's, and I don't want you to buy if it isn't. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't want your customer to buy if it isn't either. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, we'd give these presentations. And so maybe let's take a step back. I don't want to dive too deep into my own thoughts on, on selling. Um, but as far as where we would give the presentations, um, there are associations, there are going to be groups that are industry specific. Mm -hmm. There will also be other conferences that this person's likely to go to. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, do be broadening your pitch to the, to as many of these places mm -hmm. as you possibly can. Right. And, you know, hopefully you can get the contact information, but mm -hmm. whatever you do, make sure you get a testimonial or two from the meeting mm -hmm. planner. Right. And that's what you're going to use to help mm -hmm. continuing to book. Mm -hmm. Right. So now that the big question is free or paid, you know, and, and, and it's, it's interesting. I met, um, you know, when I lived in Denver, I was, I was a speaker uh, and I still am here in Atlanta, but I, I spoke about social media. That was great, fabulous. And I met with the wonderful Laura Stack, who at that point was the national chair of the NSA, the National Speakers Association. She's an absolutely wonderful, delightful woman. And, and it was, you know, it was it was so great to be able to spend some time with her. And, you know, now I was being paid to speak. I mean, that was was the thing. And we're going to talk a little bit more about all those nuances. But I remember one thing she told me that I immediately changed on everything I did. I had been saying I was a public speaker. And she said, N -n -n, you need to change that. You are a professional speaker. Yeah. And that one word made people go, ah, she's going to charge. Public sounds free. No, mm -hmm. that's fantastic advice. Mm -hmm. um, I So paid, you, it's important to get paid to speak. Mm -hmm. But how you get paid to speak is, I think, really the fundamental of the mm -hmm. question. As far as free, free speaking, like, mm -hmm no intent of any monetary. Right. So like, order. say for the Rotary Club. Correct. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of places where I am like, look, I want to go just teach. Mm -hmm. I'd have no, nothing, no skin right. in the game. That's fine. Mm -hmm. High schools, I'll speak to any school, mm -hmm. right. junior high, high school, mm -hmm. no charge, no mm -hmm. questions asked, done. I'm there. Mm -hmm. Those are things that are passionate for me, right? Mm -hmm. It might be your church. It might be like, whatever it is, like you have your passion places, the, the food mm -hmm. bank. So that's one side of the fence. When we're talking about it from a professional perspective, um, there's honorariums for speaking. So that's mm -hmm. the paying directly. Mm -hmm. So you're going to give me $12,000 and I'm going to come talk to your audience. Mm -hmm. You're going to give me $500. I'm going to come talk mm -hmm. to your audience. doesn't matter what it is. That's your speaking honorarium. Mm -hmm. Then there's the presentations that you don't charge, but you don't charge because it is a highly targeted highly specific audience. Right. You're going to hopefully get business from it. Yes. If someone says to you, you should come speak for free. This is going to be great exposure. That is the moment that I'm like, I really appreciate your time. I have several speakers I can get you in touch with, mm -hmm. but no, thank you. Because if somebody's pitching you on exposure, mm -hmm. then I would guess more often than not, that event's not going to lead to a lot. Mm -hmm. If the event is a place where that meeting planner is more skeptical mm -hmm. to have you present, Mm -hmm. you're on the right track. Right. Because if the meeting planner is like, whoa, 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 we don't take people, just anybody here, mm -hmm. then that means that they have already taken the time to cultivate mm -hmm. a real audience and they have real care about that mm -hmm. person 
um, presenting well, Mm -hmm. that's where you want to be. And that's where you're trying to find if you're going to do the free speaking. And so when we did our free talks in the legal side, we capture all the content information with Mm -hmm. all those whole follow-up sequences. Mm -hmm. We sold millions of dollars of marketing services Mm -hmm. through speaking for free. Mm -hmm. We gave our book away. It cost Mm -hmm. us money to go speak, Mm -hmm. not just in travel, but in Mm -hmm. all the other stuff we'd send them. Mm -hmm. But that was part of our marketing. Mm -hmm. So we had a whole plan and a system around it. Um, If you're just starting out, do a couple of different versions. Yeah, maybe get $250 to go speak at one place, maybe go speak at one place for free, maybe do this, like test them out, like see mm-hmm. see where you're comfortable. Um, if you wanna get paid to go speak, um, I'm happy to share my contract with anybody. Like mm-hmm. I will send you my speaking agreement if you've never done it before, connect with me on LinkedIn or shoot me an email mm-hmm. or whatever, I'll just share it, you can use it. I'm not an attorney, but it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's an agreement I have that I send out with meeting planners that says, how much are you going to pay me? Mm-hmm. When are you going to pay me? Right. When do Expenses, I have Expenses, all those various things. Mm-hmm. And you need to do that. So mm-hmm. don't handshake it on 500 mm-hmm. bucks. It's not that they won't pay you, but it's it, if everybody's going to take each other seriously. Right. Yeah. Because it, right. it is a service that you are providing. Correct. Um, and I remember, you know, years ago, I was contacted by a chamber and this was when I was in Denver and they said, we'd like you to come speak, blah, 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 blah. And, and then, you know, I said, all right, this sounds great. My fee is, Mm -hmm. and I told him and I got crickets and I'm like, hello, anybody still there? (laughs) (laughs) And, and they said, (laughs) it was was the funniest conversation because she said, well, we assumed you didn't charge. And I said, oh, (laughs) Oh. and she said, well, you love what you do. And I said, yeah, but that don't pay the bills. (laughs) Right. And if you're a website builder and the chamber needs a new website, they don't expect you to give it to them for free. Right. That's your business. Right. That's what you do. It's part of who you are. Well, and and there's ways that organizations, you know, you can you can give, say, an a, an a membership. I mean, there are all sorts of different ways that organizations who might not have a budget can do that. I mean, even if it's just, you know, you're speaking to a church group, okay, well, do they have a bulletin that you can put an ad in? I mean, you know, there's yeah. there's all sorts of things, but but I love that, you know, I shouldn't get paid because I love it. So I should oh. only get paid if I hate it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean and, and it's, there is one instance I can think of outside of the like charity speaking where I'm mm-hmm. giving back. Right. Um, the one instance I can, uh, well, two, mm-hmm. two where I speak for free. Mm-hmm. Number one, if I have a brand new topic. Mm-hmm. So right, I, you're testing you know, it. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I have a new keynote that I'm doing. And I've been doing I've been doing the same keynote for about eight mm-hmm. years. I have a brand new keynote and mm-hmm. I need practice. Mm-hmm. I need to get in front of a live audience and I need to test out my material. Mm-hmm. Um, just like comics do. Mm-hmm. Comics do the same thing. They go to these small clubs, right. to test mm-hmm. out their material, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta you have to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Go and test it out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one way. The other side is peer to peer groups ah, where I am mm-hmm. being brought in as an actual expert on a mm-hmm. topic. Mm-hmm. I will sometimes come in and, and I, I, again, don't love that word, but there are mm-hmm. some things that I've learned well enough to come in and teach my peers mm-hmm. something new. Right. And in those instances, I have found it to be very mm-hmm. beneficial. Mm-hmm to go speak for free at industry mm-hmm. conferences mm-hmm. with peer to peer, because I, I meet new people doing things that I didn't know about. I learn mm-hmm. new things from right. them and I build mm-hmm. relationships because I would say the most powerful room to be in, there's this mm-hmm. conference I love, it's called PubCon. Mm-hmm. It's for marketing folks. And the most powerful room was that speaker's room mm-hmm. where only speakers right. were allowed to mm-hmm. go. Yeah, the little green was, room. Oh, mm-hmm. And it was like, it was like this guy owns an agency mm-hmm. with, you know, 150 employees. Right. And this person over here wrote this book. And this mm-hmm. person over here just published in, you know, Fortune magazine. Mm-hmm. And this person, and it's all these like this person runs, you know, mm-hmm. Netflix online. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in the same room yeah. with so many smart mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sit here the whole mm-hmm. conference and just learn mm-hmm. from what's going on. Right. That is the other time, mm-hmm. the and the few and far between times mm-hmm. that I do say. Yeah, I'll go for free. Right. You know, and and I love that you say we need to give back. Um, You know, I'm the same way. If it's a college, high school, you know, church group, even rotary clubs, things like that. You know, I am fine with doing that. And it actually says on my website that, you know, there are a certain, you know, I I give back a certain number of pro bono presentations a year now. You know, COVID, hello, haven't done anything. But um (laughs) And, and to contact me because I don't want, you know, the, the local high school to think, hey, they can't contact me because I'm, I'm going to charge. No, you know, if, if there's something in it like that, and I think that's very important, no matter what you do for business, to give back to your community. 
And do you know how cool it is to be a business owner and go speak at a high school? Mm-hmm. Those high school students ask, they'll ask you crazy questions. Oh, they ask the best questions. They, they have, they have mm-hmm. no, they really, they are fascinated mm-hmm. at the concept mm-hmm. and whether they choose to go on and start their own company, which mm-hmm. most will not, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. The lessons learned from entrepreneurship mm-hmm. are applicable to yep. anything in life. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that resilience and the determination mm-hmm. and the understanding risk and knowing how to like make a leap mm-hmm. of faith. Like those are powerful mm-hmm. things that entrepreneurs do that are good. If you're mm-hmm. sitting at a desk and you're just starting mm-hmm. out your career and you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to grow in your company, mm-hmm. all of those skills mm-hmm. are applicable. So it, there are so many places that you get can have an opportunity to go share even just the experience mm-hmm. of being you. Mm-hmm. And that can have right. a pretty big impact. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and I would imagine, especially, you know, when you talk about going from being a homeless teen to what you are doing now, um, that that really would have a huge impact on on people. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a unique story for mm-hmm. sure. Um, right. you know, and I'm fortunate I had a lot of opportunities along the way and doesn't hurt to be a six foot tall white male, um, you know, going through that, but mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 you don't have to have that story mm-hmm. to still make a, a reasonable, mm-hmm. um, connection with right. your audience and to still mm-hmm. have a massive impact. Mm-hmm. Um, the one advice that I give people when it comes to, I just say experience share, when it comes to connecting with an audience, in a more powerful way, mm-hmm. uh, people won't trust you until they know you. Mm-hmm. So if you can't share a little bit about you, mm-hmm. then they're not going to connect with you in, in, in the same way. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I wrote down in my bio, I was homeless. I'm mm-hmm. not proud I was homeless. No. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. But, but it gives a lot more context mm-hmm. to the person on the other end mm-hmm. listening to say, okay, here's a rounded, wow. different individual. Mm-hmm. And I can understand a little mm-hmm. more about that person and maybe where they're coming from, mm-hmm. maybe not, but at least I know more about them and feel, mm-hmm. okay, we're connecting. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, we want to know that someone is human. I mean, that's, that's really right. what it comes down to. And, and we've all seen the speakers where, you know, they're not relating, um, oh, you know, and, and, and a good portion I've of that is, yeah, I've yeah. I mean, they're it's the hard. ones that, you know, they're the ones paid $50,000. They get up, they give their same speech that you could hear five different places and it's the exact same speech, but you really get nothing from it. Right. right. Um, you know, it's, it's when they stop and talk about, even if it's just, you know, maybe they give the same speech all those times, but they stop and, and say something about, Oh my God, I lost my luggage. Can you believe that? Um, you know, and here's what we had to do because of it or, you know, all of those things, because again, it puts us back to they're human also, um, you know, and, and so, and, and as that speaker, we, you know, we also have to be prepared for things that happen. Um, I got heckled one time. That was really oh, entertaining. That's the worst. Um, and, you know, and, and it was, it, it, it was, it was a course that people paid for on LinkedIn, you know, how to use oh, LinkedIn man. and dude heckled me, um, you know, and, and now he had a point because I was doing the Royal we. In my presentation. Mm-hmm. And he said, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, he, and, and so I stopped and I acknowledged him and I said, you know what? You're right. Um, and, you know, and, and so then, then I, and I was able to immediately change then how, you know, so the Royal <laughs> we went away, but he heckled a couple more times and I finally stopped the presentation and I said, and, and he had also been somebody who came in late who made a presentation Always. of coming in late. Always. I mean, you know, hello, drama queen. Um, and I finally said, sir, you clearly don't want to be here. I'm more than happy to give you a refund, but please leave. Mm-hmm. And everybody clapped. <laughs> sure, they wanna, don't want him there either. Well, and could, he was the him. drama queen all the time. I mean, people came up to me <sighs> afterwards and said, you know, and now the spooky thing was he was waiting by my car. When, when I went okay, to leave, that's, that's way too far yeah. now, but he um, apologized. He was okay, there to apologize, okay, you know, okay. and, and it did, well, but it did yeah. kind of freak me out. And he realized it. he's like, no, no, it's, it's okay. Um, and it wasn't dark or anything like yeah, that. I mean, it yeah. was, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was that, but you know, we do have things as speakers that happen. A, you know, a tray of glasses gets dropped. Your microphone the cuts microphone out. microphone stops. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I knocked over a bottle of water one time into me. and i looked down and went good thing i've got a jacket and i buttoned my jacket up (laughs) to back to the speaker's toolkit that we talked about so do yourself a favor go through something like toastmasters get your basics down Mm -hmm. 
understand all of your fundamentals. Once you begin to understand your your fundamentals, Mm -hmm. you start adding in various components of what I call the speaker's tool belt, which is my, what I use like myself. I don't, didn't trademark that or anything. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's not my thing to say, Mm -hmm. but um, I have an, a thing that I can do for almost any moment that will happen Mm -hmm. in a live audience situation. Mm -hmm. Like you said, microphone going out, spilling water, Mm -hmm. heckler. Mm -hmm. I have four or five different ways to handle somebody. Mm -hmm. If they heckle me, um, you know, if I'm feeling sick on stage, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, that that happens sometimes happened Mm -hmm. before I felt physically ill on stage. I needed to get off the stage, Mm -hmm. but how do you do that in an effective Mm -hmm. manner? And I've got three or four things I can throw out depending Mm -hmm. on the presentation, the audience, the Mm -hmm. moment. And I can tell you in in a moment of total vulnerability, almost 99% of those things were learned on the fly Mm -hmm. when I, something happened and it didn't Mm -hmm. go well. Right. Or it did. Mm-hmm. It, it, like, I don't know, something happened. And I was like, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. okay. And I went and did something. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards I was like, okay, I've not run into that before. It's never happened to me, but what else could I do in that situation? Mm-hmm. And then I start practicing right. different things I can mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And that's in my mind, how you start to become mm-hmm. what I would consider a professional mm-hmm. versus just a speaker. Right. right. But you gotta, you gotta start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And you got to practice a lot. And for mm-hmm. many people, they have no interest in going the professional route. Great. And that's you do fine. Not, you yeah. don't have to ever go mm-hmm. there ever. Mm-hmm. You can still sell a million dollars more in your mm-hmm. product or service mm-hmm. by just simply getting out there and sharing knowledge that you have. Right. If you want to take it the next level, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to put in some work and mm-hmm. you're going to have to learn some things. And you're going to have to, you have to learn what to do if there's a heckler or <laughs> you know? to know how to handle that person. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's talking, how to kind of walk towards them on the stage without looking at them and they'll, mm-hmm. Yeah, that without saying, yo, pay like attention. The speaker's really close to me. Like, I'm not comfortable anymore. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many things you can mm-hmm. do. Um, and if you're interested in learning that craft, mm-hmm. um, gosh, I don't know. The National Speakers Association has a bunch of that sort of stuff. Right. Um, connect with other speakers. Mm-hmm. Like, we all talk about that stuff together. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, you've had several people that mm-hmm. talk about speaking in your podcasts. And so just, just listen and learn from those that have been right. there. Right. Yeah. And look at things that, you know, examples of, you know, when you saw things that happened, how did they handle it? Was it good? Was it bad? Yeah. You know, I, I watched a speaker one time and uh, somebody, somebody in the front, their cell phone rang. Mm -hmm. Okay. He kind of gave him the snark eye. Then it rang again and he stopped his presentation, trots down to him and puts his hand out. And not only did he take their phone, he chucked it to the back of the room. <laughs> well, that's that's aggressive. Um, and, well, and the really funny thing was every other person in there got their phone <laughs> out, like, went off, turned off, it off. off. <laughs> so I have a, my favorite line. I hope that people use this. You might have to hit the rewind button a couple of times. Just make sure you memorize this line. My favorite, favorite, favorite line when a cell phone goes off during an important part of the presentation. If a cell phone goes off during a very, very, very unimportant part, I may or may not acknowledge it. It's not sure I might glance over and they get it usually. But if it's, I like something, it'll happen. You'll drop just a bomb and you like, no, this was like, boom. And like it hit the audience. You can feel the audience taking it in and then cell phone goes off. And, and I will always pause and I'll go, that was just God calling to confirm my point. Right. And audience erupts in laughter because right. there is there is tense as you are about mm-hmm. it. They're thinking, audience, oh crap. Yeah, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. man. I'm always like, hey, that's just God calling mm-hmm. to confirm that last point that I just made. Mm-hmm. And everybody laughs. It right. lets the air out of the yeah. room. Everybody can relax. It still sends the signal. I heard that. Mm-hmm. Turn your <laughs> we phone off. We all heard it. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. turn our phone off. Right. Um, and, and then, you know, if it happens again, but anyway, that's my favorite line when that happens, but that's I love my, it. that's what I, I talk it. about my tool belt, right? Like yeah. I got little things I, I can throw I out there, like, zing, zing, yeah. zing. like anything, yeah. anything happens. You got to be ready for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh my gosh, Jabez, we, we are at the top talking. of the hour. This is so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I've already, you know, we're going to have you on again because you, you have written a book. It's going to come out later in the summer of 2022. And so we'll have you on again because it's you know, just from the title. I'm like, oh my God, we have to talk about this. The titles so I we're don't just have socks. Tease. Yes. For those yes. that don't know. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. But tell us a little bit more about Lotus Launch, some of the services that you provide and then how people connect with you. Sure. So we're we're an on-demand training platform and a community for female entrepreneurs. Not everybody can afford coaching and consulting. Um, everybody needs knowledge. 
And mm-hmm. so we're just a, a place in an environment for you to come and learn. Mm-hmm. Our topics range from HR topics to marketing, to sales, to technology tools that you can use in your mm-hmm. business. And they're all on-demand courses with videos and action mm-hmm. sheets and stuff that you can help monitor and grow your mm-hmm. business as you look to scale from 200,000 to hopefully over a million mm-hmm. sooner than later. And so that's what we do. Um, you can connect with us at community.lotuslaunch.com yep. um, or find us online at lotuslaunch.com as well. You can always connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter or shoot me an email. I'm the only Jabez Labrette out there. So <laughs> I love it. You've got that marketing thing down good, right? <laughs> Yeah. So we just, we do love to connect with folks. And even if Lotus Launch isn't the right thing for you, I love to be connected to people. So you got more questions about speaking, got more questions about how this could relate to your business. Um, do, do connect because I, I would be happy to share. I love it. And I can't wait to have you on again when we talk about, I don't match socks because I don't match socks either. So this is going to be fun. Yes, um, you know, and so we'll, we'll talk to you again later on this year. But until then, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? Uh, the enemy of done is perfect. <laughs> That's been my credo lately. We've been getting a lot of stuff done. It ain't perfect, but we've been working really hard. So uh, don't forget that that more often than not, what you're producing is pretty awesome. I love it. I've been having so much fun talking with Jabez Labret. I'm Deb Creer. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.